Hare Krishna, welcome to episode 13 of Strengthening Foundation series and today's topic is Premadhvani. So first we will offer our respects to Srila Prabhupada, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Krishna and then we will continue as usual. Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Melitam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Preshthaya Bhutale Shreemate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So welcome all of you and thank you for coming and joining this online webinar I will just test the sound if everything is okay Hare Krishna, yes, so the sound looks alright. So, so how many of you devotees actually know what is Premadhvani prayers? So you have, you must have seen the announcement that I have made for this webinar, in that I have mentioned what it is. So basically Premadhvani is um, the obeisances when we pay after the Arati and Kirtan, then we all pay our prostrated obeisances to Krishna and the lead singer or the temple president or the senior devotee they chant Jayam Vishnupada Paramahamsa Parivrajagacharya Ashtotra Satashri Srimad His Divine Grace Abhaya Charana Arvinda Bhaktivedanda Swami Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai so like that all and the devotees respond with Jai 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 so this this entire thing is called Premadhvanya so what is what does Premadhvanya mean so, prema and dhvani. So, prema means love. So, as distinguished from karma. Karma means lust. Any bodily relationship in this material world is lust. So, prema means um, connected with Krishna. So, that is love. So, love and dhvani. Dhvani means sound or the calls, the calls of love. So, the sound of love. So, that is what prema dhvani means, literally. So, where does this originate from? From like, where did it come from? Did we just make it up or did Prabhupada make it up or how did it come? So, this was um, written by Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Um, it looks like slightly different from what we chant, but some of the elements are same. So, I will just take you there. It's um, in the kksongs.org. So, there is this Gita Valir Premadhvani. So there, it's written by Bhaktivinoda Thakur as you can see here and in the book called Gitavali. So there he says, Prem se kaho Shri Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Advaita Gadadhar Srivas Pandit ki jai Shri Antardvip Mayapur Simanta Godrum Madhyadvip Koladvip Ritudvip Jahanudvip Modadruma 
Rudradvipatmaka Shri Navadvip Dham ki jai. So this is actually the nine islands. Navadvip means, Dvip means island and Nava means uh, nine. So nine islands uh, with each of their names mentioned. So ki jai. And then Shri Radha Krishna Gopa Gopi, Go Govardhan, Vrindavan Radha Kund Yamanaji ki jai. Shri Tulsi Devi ki jai, Shri Ganga ki, Ganga ji ki jai, Shri Surabhi Kunj ki jai, Shri Namhatta ki jai, Shri Bhakti Devi ki jai, Shri Gayak Sros, Shri Gayak Shrota Bhaktavrind ki jai. So the, the Premadhani that he has composed and also he has said here, Pare Shashtanga Dandavat. So that Shashtanga means with eight limbs, I mean eight parts of the body. That means basically with Dandavat, the whole um, body flat on the floor. That is for men and women, they do the half Dandavat. Um, so now, so that is how the position should be when one is chanting this. So what is the translation? With love, Prem Se. Prem Se means with love. Kaho, Se. Se with love. So that is the meaning. With love, say all glories to Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Sri Nityananda, Sri Advaita Acharya, Sri Gadadhar Prabhu, Sri Vas Pandit. And all glories to the nine islands of Navadvip, Simanta, Godruma, Madhyadvip, Koladvip, Ritudvip, Jahanudvip, Modadruma, Rudradvip, Atmaka and Mayapur. All glories to Sri Sri Radha Krishna, the cowherd boys and cowherd girls, the cows, Go, Govardhan Hill, uh, Vrindavan, Radha Kund and the river Yamuna. All glories to Tulasi Devi, all glories to Ganga Devi, all glories to Surabhi Kunj. Surabhi Kunj is where the Rasulila all happened. All glories to the marketplace of the holy name. All glories to Bhakti Devi, the deity of devotional service. And then Gayak, Shrota and Bhaktivinda. So all glories to the singers, listeners and the devotees. And fall and offer humble Dandavat obeisances. So this is what he has composed, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. So additional prayers have been added. Uh, prayers for the spiritual master and everything. So... This is what it looks like now. Premadhvani prayers, short version and long version. There is a short version which we usually do is a short version or somewhere between short and long, some like a middle version. So we will see you now. We try to we try to understand what is the meaning of all those words. So the first thing we always chant is Jaya Om Vishnu Pada Paramahamsa Parivrajakacharya Ashtottarashata Shri Srimad His Divine Grace Abhaya Charanaravinda Bhakti Vedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Here it is Swami Maharaj Prabhupada but we say Swami Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai So now what is the meaning? Jaya Jaya means all glories Om Om is a, is a representation of Krishna Sarva Vedeshu in Krishna and Bhagavad Gita, he says, I am Om. So every Vedic mantra is preceded by the prefix Om. So Jaya Om Vishnupada. Vishnupada means one who is at the shelter of the lotus feet of Vishnu. That is referring to this actually is for the spiritual master. So, the spiritual master is at the feet of Lord Vishnu or Krishna. And also, Pada means the position. That means he is on the same position as Vishnu. Sakshadhari. Actually, Srila Prabhupada explains this. We will look at this. Yeah, here it is. 
there is a nice uh, source in the Veda base which compiles, somebody has compiled these references. Um, yeah. Sorry, one second. Uh, so again, the software I'm having trouble dealing with this. So kindly expect some delays. So anyway, I'll see if I can take it out. No, it's not responding. So I'll try to take it out online. I think even that will be slow. So, Vishnupada. So, we have actually already studied this in the name of Prabhupada. What does Prabhupada mean? But there is another definition also. So, we have visited two definitions. Prabhupada means uh, one who is at the feet of Prabhu, the Supreme Prabhu, which is Krishna. Prabhu means master. So, the Supreme Master is Krishna. And Prabhupada, Pada means feet. So, one who has attained the feet of Krishna. And another meaning is Prabhupada means one at whose feet many Prabhus sit. So many masters sit at his feet. That means he is a master of masters. So that is another meaning of Prabhupada. So originally this word Prabhupada uh, was used for Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So if you go to... Um, Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhyalila, chapter 10, verse 23. We will see the word Prabhupada. Prabhupada and Vishnupada, it's the same thing. Um, So, this software um, is a bit problem. Okay, here, let me just take that out. See, I prepare all these <laughs> um, texts so that I can show you smoothly, but then when I actually go live, everything is uh, a little bit messed up. So, kindly bear with me. So, this is in the uh, Madhulila chapter 10, text 23, where Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is addressed as Prabhupada. And there, Vishwala um, Prabhupada explains uh, what is the meaning of Prabhupada. So, there he explains a very, uh, in a third way, in a different way, that Pada means a position, Pada, like a stage or any position is Pada. So, Prabhupada means on the same level of 
Prabhu Krishna. So, means and that's why it is uh, we have learned in the Mangalarti song, Guru Vashtaka song, Sakshadharitvena. So, to, he is on the same level, Acharyam Maam Vijani An. Krishna also said in the Bhagavatam that consider the Acharya to be myself. Uh, so, and we should give him the same respect. So, that is the uh, Shastrik injunction. So, here, Kashi Mishra, Kashi Mishra kohe, Ami Bada Bhagyavan, More Grihe Prabhupader Habe Avasthan. See, Prabhupader means of Prabhupad. So, here the word Prabhupad in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Uh, sorry, it's painfully slow. I think it will become a little bit more manageable with time. I think in a few minutes or something like that. When Kashyamishra heard the proposal, he said, I am very fortunate that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the Lord of all Prabhus, will stay at my home. You see, he was referring to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as Prabhupada. In this word, uh, in this verse, the word Prabhupada. is significant. Referring to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is significant. Regarding this, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Goswami Prabhupada comments, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the Supreme Personality of Godhead Himself, Sri Krishna, and all His servants address Him as Prabhupada. This means that there are many Prabhus taking shelter under His lotus feet. The pure Vaishnava is addressed as Prabhu, and this address is an etiquette observed between Vaishnavas. When many Prabhus remain under the shelter of the lotus feet of another Prabhu, the address Prabhupada is given. Sri Nityananda Prabhu and Sri Advaita Prabhu are also addressed as Prabhupada. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Sri Advaita Prabhu and Sri Nityananda Prabhu are all Vishnu Tattva, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Vishnu. Therefore, all living entities are under their lotus feet. Lord Vishnu is the eternal Lord of everyone and the representative of Lord Vishnu is the Lord's confidential servant. Such a person acts as the spiritual master for neophyte Vaishnavas. Therefore, the spiritual master is as respectable as Sri Krishna Chaitanya or Lord Vishnu himself. For this reason, the spiritual master is addressed as Om Vishnupada or Prabhupada. The Acharya, the spiritual master, is generally respected by others as Shripad and the initiated Vaishnavas are addressed as Prabhu. Prabhu, Prabhupada and Vishnupada are described in revealed scriptures like Srimad Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita and Chaitanya Bhagavat. In this regard, these scriptures present evidence accepted by unalloyed devotees. The Prakrita Sahajiyas are not even worthy of being called Vaishnavas. They think that only caste Goswamis should be called Prabhupada. That means only by family, like born Brahmins like that. They think born Goswamis or born Prabhupads, like family. Such ignorant Sahajiyas call themselves Vaishnava Dasanudas, which means the servant of the servant of the Vaishnavas. They call themselves as Vaishnava Dasanudas. However, they are opposed to addressing a pure Vaishnava as Prabhupada. In other words, they are envious of a bona fide spiritual master who is addressed as Prabhupada and they commit offenses by considering a bona fide spiritual master an ordinary human being or a member of a certain caste. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur describes such sahajiyas as most unfortunate because of their misconceptions they fall into a hellish condition so now we know what is prabhupad um, prabhupad actually it is reserved for sri chaitanya mahaprabhu and panchatattva especially 
Nityananda Prabhu and Advaita Prabhu. They were addressed as Prabhupada because they are master of all masters. Even such great masters as Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva are at the feet of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nityananda Prabhu and Advaita Prabhu. So, they are called Prabhupada. And spiritual master who is acting on their behalf is also called Prabhupada because of the Sakshadharidvena, Samastha Shastra, that principle of the Guru or Acharyam Maam Vijaniyan. So, this is the meaning of Om Vishnupada and Om uh, Prabhupada. And Prabhupada, this is the meaning. So now, um, let's go to the Premadhvani prayers again. Jaya Om Vishnupada. So that we have understood now. Paramahamsa. Oh, see. Again this. Paramahamsa. So what does this word Paramahamsa means? So there are two words here. Parama and Hamsa. Hamsa means swan. A swan, the bird, swan. And Parama means supreme. Supreme swan. What is this? (laughs) So for those... One second, there is some, okay, there is some discrepancy with the software, just give me a minute. So, Paramahamsa, so Hamsa means swan and Parama means supreme, so supreme swan, what is this? So, there is a the devotees are, con- are compared to swans and the non-devotees are con- compared to crows. The swans are always found in the serene lakes with lotus flowers, in a very beautiful place. Whereas the crows, they like places, filthy places like garbage. So they like that. So the devotees are considered hamsa or swans because they are always interested in Krishna, which is the best thing, the best association. And they always are attracted to associate with Vaishnavas. So that's why they are called Hamsa. And the crows, um, the crows like garbage and they like garbage literature, uh, newspapers, magazines, gossip news, everything, everything gossip they like. And novels, everything comes under that. Um, There is a nice verse. I don't know if we can take it out effectively with this software acting very slow. Actually, it's a problem with my computer. Let's see if it works. So, there is a nice verse in the first canto, fifth chapter, tenth verse. Nayadvachas chitra padam harer yasho. You see. Okay, kindly give me some time. So that literature, which is not glorifying the Lord, is considered garbage. And the people who are like crows, they like such literature. 
there is a place of pilgrimage for crows. Tad vayasam tirtham. This doesn't work. I think I'll just I'll just use audio. I I don't think I can work with this software at the moment. So I'll just go ahead with the audio. So Nayad Vachas Chitra Padam Hareyasho Pragranita Karhichit Tadvayasam Tirtham Mushantimanasa Nayatrahamsa Nirmantusikshaya. So two birds. So one is this one, one is the crow. So a, a person who is interested in literature which is not glorifying the Lord, if he is very interested in that, then he is a crow. He is interested in garbage. Whereas the swans, they are always interested in the topics of Krishna, which is like the soothing lake, which is like the beautiful lake. So in this way, devotees are considered hamsa. Now, Paramahamsa means the supreme swan. Now, apart from the uh, significance that the swan likes such scenic lakes, the swan has also another feature which makes it a very special bird. That is, if you mix milk and water, I mean it's diluted milk, if you mix, I mean if you put diluted milk in front of the hamsa, by its beak it will, you know, it will put its beak in the water, I mean in the milk and he will take out only the milk. He will drink the milk and leave aside the water. We can't do that. But a hamsa can do, a swan can do that. So, in other words, the devotees, they are compared to swan because they take the essence of everything, leaving aside what is not important. Just like for example, this, this um, live stream, for example. This is Facebook. In Facebook, there is so much gossip going on. But we take just the essence and use that feature to spread the holy name and reject the rest. So, everything uh, like that. So, just like we have a, in our temple, we have a TV screen. So, it has many uses, but we reject all other uses than to just use it for displaying the shlokas that we quote in the class. So, in this way, um, the devotees just take the essence of everything. Hmm. Yes, take the essence. So, that's why they are called hamsa. Paramahamsa means the supreme swan. He is the best of the devotees. Uh, best of the devotees. That is one meaning. Another meaning is that a sannyasi, sannyasi is a renounced monk, the last stage of the Varnashram system, the most advanced, uh, advanced stage uh, in the beginning, uh, especially for man. So, in the beginning one is a brahmachari, a student life and then he proceeds to grihastha life, householder life, if he wishes to. Um, otherwise, he will remain as a brahmachari lifelong. That is called naishtika brahmachari. So, he can go to grihastha ashram um, from brahmachari and from grihastha then one must proceed to the vanaprastha. That means one retires from material family life and starts to cultivate spiritual life by going to all the holy places. This is usually done in the company of the wife. And then eventually he gives up the company of the wife, uh, gives her back to the family with the children, keeps her in the custody of her children and then he goes and goes on to take sannyas. So in that sannyas, immediately he cannot do, um, 
he does not have complete surrender yet so he is gradually advancing so there are four stages of sannyas so the first stage is called kuti chakka kuti chakka means he has a kutir a hut a small cottage at the end of the village at the outskirts of the village or town where he is from and he is doing his worship there alone and because his town people they will know him his village people they will know him so they they understand okay this person has taken sanyas and is no more in the house um, he is now in the kutir uh, nearby in the at the edge of the village so they will go and give some you know some rice or dal or fruits or flowers or something so in that way he is maintained by his towns people but then as his surrender increases more then he becomes bahudaka or madhukari madhukari means uh, who is like the madhu madhu means uh, honey and madhukari means those who like the honey bee he will take honey from this flower a little bit a little bit from that flower a little bit from that flower a little bit from that flower and then collects so he does not depend on one flower so so he travels the second stage of sanyas bahudaka or madhukari he will not no more stay near the village because he thinks because that is actually still a kind of attachment only like still depending on the towns people so i mean his own town and people there know him so that familiarity is there so that is not complete surrender so when the surrender evolves then he will leave that place and then he will go traveling and he will just beg door to door a little bit who whatever people can give he will take a little bit and that's for his maintenance so that is madhukari like shukadev goswami he used to go house to house and he will just when the lady in the morning is milking the cow every every house used to have a cow in india so that is the vedic culture so when the lady is milking the cow then he will wait there and then she will give and he will only ask one palm full of milk and as much as can be held in the palm he will take that much he will drink and that's it that is his sustenance for the entire day and then he will preach to the householders and like that he will just go so madhukari is that so he is begging from door to door and he is not just begging in that short while he is there meeting those householders he will preach to them about krishna consciousness and eventually he will become more advanced then he will start accepting disciples and travels widely far and wide um he will uh, establish temples and he will you know accept disciples and he travels wide and he writes books that is called the third stage parivrajaka acharya vraja means to go uh, so parivrajaka acharya so who travels and preaches widely and makes many disciples and conducts programs uh, for mass preaching so this is parivrajaka acharya and who writes books for the um disciples so and then fourth stage is paramahamsa where he retires even from such preaching he hands over the preaching to his disciples and he himself will retire to solitary worship of the lord nirjan bhajan this is only to possible for advanced very very advanced devotees extremely advanced devotees um so he will just shut himself up from the entire world and he will just meditate on krishna by chanting his name and his devotional worship 
in all different forms. So he will just do alone without any connection with the world. So that is called Paramahamsa stage. Now here we are calling him Paramahamsa because he is the best of the devotees who takes the best essence of everything. He went to America. Everything was just like crazy. They were drug addicts. They were like you know naked and they were like not clean and they were eating meat, illicit sex, gambling, intoxication. Everything was dirty. But Prabhupada took the best out of it. He said he he saw that okay they have a sense of renunciation because they although from rich families these boys and girls they have renounced their houses so that's a good quality he took a, he he saw the good quality in them and in that way he and then he, they were also intelligent so if when they were presented the good philosophy they took to it so he nurtured them in that way and America is a very rich country so um, and whatever America does the whole world follows. So that's why he went to America. Because he was preaching in India for 50 years. Not a single soul joined. He got fed up with Indians. And he saw the Indians all were imitating the Westerners, especially the Americans. And then he went to America. Let me go to America, make them devotees. And when the Indians will see these Americans dancing and chanting, then they will follow. Because anyway, they want to follow the Americans. Let them follow in this way. So although it is a bad thing, you know, like, oh, they are following the Western culture, which is like, fallen culture but he he saw it another way okay let me make them devotees and let these people follow them and become devotees also so you see everything he is taking the best thing out of everything so that is Paramahamsa only a pure devotee can see like this Um, so that is Paramahamsa he is taking the best in everything and he is also in the topmost stage pure devotee who is in constant meditation, like Paramahamsa, the fourth stage of sannyas, where he is in constant meditation and completely shut from the world. But you may say, oh, he is travelling and preaching. Yes. So, now here comes uh, important um, understanding. So, in the three classes of devotees, the third class, second class and first class. So, the third class devotee is one whose faith is not so strong. He has just begun his process of Krishna consciousness. And under the guidance of the spiritual master and the Vaishnavas, he is progressing himself. And when one becomes a second class devotee, and he becomes a preacher, he becomes firmly convinced and he tries to preach widely. And when one becomes a first class devotee, he doesn't see the need to preach in the sense that he thinks himself as the most fallen. We have read that in the other, the other day, during Sikshashtaka discussion. So, a pure devotee, the more pure he becomes, he thinks he is the most fallen and everybody else is better than me. So, how can you preach to somebody better than you? No, you can't. So, in that way, he considers himself most fallen in, in, in his humility and therefore, he doesn't preach. He just is absorbed in Krishna's pastimes in that way, in, in utmost humility. But when such... So, he is called Paramahamsa and a travelling preacher is called Parivrajakacharya. So, why we say this Paramahamsa and Parivrajakacharya, both together? That means, so Prabhupada explains in many places in the purports, that a pure devotee, a first class devotee, empowered by Krishna, will voluntarily descend to the second class platform. It does not mean that his consciousness becomes second class. He becomes lesser devotee. No. His consciousness is still Paramahamsa, but he acts like a Parivrajakacharya, being empowered by Krishna. Krishna Shakti Vina Nahitar Pravartana. Without Krishna's empowerment, one cannot preach. So, 
that preaching happens on the empowerment of Krishna. So, although he is Paramahamsa at all times, but he descends uh, to external consciousness. He doesn't think oh, everybody is, uh, of course, he always thinks in his mind, in his heart, he is always thinking everybody is better than me. But he externally acts as a guru and he preaches, okay, this is wrong, this is right. Like, but, uh, if you see Prabhupada, sometimes he exhibited that Paramahamsa, every time he is always exhibiting because he is always Krishna conscious, but sometimes especially he exhibited his extreme humility. You know, he referred to his disciples as, um, he told them that you are all actually, I came to this America, I am a poor old man at the fag end of my life, completely incapable of doing anything. And my Guru Maharaj saw that I had this sincere desire to serve him. And he also saw that I was completely incapable to do it. And therefore, he has sent all of you to assist me in this service. And because of your, because you are all his representatives, by your mercy, this movement is expanding. You see how he is seeing, I am the most fallen, but my Guru Maharaj, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur has sent all of you, you know, and you are now, you know, by your mercy, by, you know, he has sent all of you to help me. Um, so, in this way, he was so humble, but actually, the fact is, He is so empowered by his Guru and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Krishna that everyone, all of them actually became devotees because of his mercy, because of his preaching. But he never, he was never thinking like that. He never thought that, oh, because of my great preaching, all of you have become devotees. He never thought that, that, um, that pride is never there in Srila Prabhupada. But sometimes to teach the disciples what is the position of the spiritual master, he sometimes made statements seemingly filled with pride. But such pride is spiritual pride. It's completely different from material pride. Like for example, um, one disciple asked Prabhupada, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Prithivite Achi Jatanagaradi Gram, Sarvatta Prachar Hoibe Moranam. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu predicted that in the future, my name, my holy name will be spread all over the in every town and village of the planet. He said this. Then, why didn't he himself do it? Because he is God himself. He could have done it. Why he just said it and left it? Then Srila Prabhupada said, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu left that for me. So, you see, there he is, you know, he is mentioning the point that Srila Prabhupada is the one chosen by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to spread the glories of the holy name. So, that is the actual position of Srila Prabhupada. But a disciple may not be intelligent enough to capture that. And he may think the the Prabhupada is an ordinary person. So, to dispel that misconception, Prabhupada had to say that, say like that. See? So, but otherwise, he is always in a humble mood. You know. So, he is always Paramahamsa, the greatest devotee, first class devotee. But he's acting on the order of Krishna on the second class platform. There's, a, there's an interesting um, incident in this connection. There was this Patel. So, he always, he's an Indian Gujarati man who always, you know, tries to have playful conversations with Srila Prabhupada. He was elderly man. So, comparable to the age of Prabhupada. Actually, he was younger than Prabhupada. But, you know, 
um, he was always used to playfully challenge Prabhupada and you know he used to have friendly talks with Prabhupada. So, um, he asked Prabhupada. So, when Prabhupada was mentioning this point that you know um, second class devotee is a preacher and but the first class devotee is a pure devotee, he doesn't even preach because he thinks everybody as um, lesser than, I mean uh, everybody equal and he uh, everybody is greater than him. So, then Patel was quick to answer. Um, he said, oh that means you are preaching, that means you are not first class devotee. Are you a second class devotee? So, you are not seeing everybody equal? Because a preacher can, doesn't see everybody equal. That is the job of a preacher. If he sees everybody equal, then he cannot preach. Um, of course, he, as a soul, he understands that everybody is a soul. and sees, But what is the difference he sees? Ishvareta dadhineshu. If you go to Canto 11, Chapter 2, Text 47 of Srimad Bhagavatam, I will not try to take it here because it will just get stuck. So, I will just tell it. So, Ishvareta dadhineshu balisheshu dvishat sucha prema maitri kripopeksha so, he makes distinction. So, four distinctions. So, first is the Lord. So, he tries to develop his love for the Lord. And then he sees the devotees. He deals with them differently. He deals. He makes friendship with the devotees. And among non-devotees, there are two classes. The innocent and the envious. To the innocent people, he will try to preach and help them in Krishna consciousness. And elevate them. And the envious people, he will just neglect. So, in this way, he has to make um, distinction that I have to deal with devotees in different way, innocent non-devotees in different way, envious non-devotees in different way. So, he makes these distinctions. So, his behavior is accordingly. It is a correct behavior. But a pure devotee, does he rises above that. So, he, he sees everybody equal, everybody as devotee, except himself. Uh, so... So, uh, when Patel asked Srila Prabhupada that, <laughs> so you don't see everybody equal, that means you are preaching, you are a preacher. So, he playfully asked this to Prabhupada and Prabhupada said, my equality is that I don't discriminate whom to distribute the holy name to, whether he is African or Chinese or American or European or Russian or Indian, I don't make a distinction. This is my vision of equality. So, this is Srila Prabhupada's greatness. So, he is equal to everyone and at the same time he is also Parivrajagacharya. So, in this way he reconciled Paramahamsa and Parivrajagacharya in a wonderful way that he preached, preaches to everybody without discrimination equally. So, that is his vision of equality. So, in this way a Paramahamsa descends to the Parivrajagacharya level on the order of Krishna. So, that is the meaning of Jaya Om Vishnupada Paramahamsa Parivrajagacharya. Now, Ashtottara Shata. Ashtottara Shata means Ashta means 8. Actually, there are two, three words here. Ashtottara Shata means three words there are. Ashta, Uttara, Shata. Ashta means 8. Uttara means more than, higher than, above. So, Ashta, Uttara, 8 more than Shata. Shata means 100. 8 more than 100, that means 108. So, Ashtottara Shata. Ashta plus Uttara becomes Ashtottara. And then Shata is 100. So, Ashtotara Shata is 108. So, 108. What is this 108 doing here? So, Srila Jiva Goswami explains in the Bhagavat Sandharva. I think, um, uh, let me see if I can take this out. This is in the um, 
fourth canto i think 23rd chapter verse 18 per port if i am not wrong i i hope so so where shri prabhupad mentions oh yeah here it is actually wow we are right at the correct place okay in pure devotional service this is from where this is from uh, yeah shrimad bhagavatam canto 4 chapter 3 text 23 so in the purport it is mentioned therefore shuddha sattva as described in this verse is the transcendental position which is technically called vasudeva so sattvam vishuddham vasudeva shabditam this is the verse canto 4 chapter 3 text 23 now that means there are three modes of material nature goodness passion ignorance so when one transcends these three modes one goes to the shuddha sattva so means pure goodness it is even higher than goodness also pure goodness that is called shuddha sattva it is also called vasudeva sthiti vasudeva sthiti and in that state vasudev can be understood uh, because krishna can be understood in the vasudeva sthiti is called vasudev um, of course krishna's father is also vasudev so that is also another meaning so because he is understood in this vasudeva sthiti he is called vasudeva now therefore shuddha sattva as described in this verse is the transcendental position which is technically called vasudev vasudev is also the name of the person from whom krishna appears this verse explains you see even if i am doing this the software is just messing up okay this verse explains that the pure state is called vasudev because in that state vasudev the supreme personality of godhead is revealed without any covering in the vasudev sthiti oh krishna again i'm so sorry this software is just Oh Krishna you see when i want to stop it doesn't stop <laughs> I'm very sorry uh <laughs> uh this is a real challenge you see to execute unadulterated devotional service therefore see again krishna this is like oh my goodness I'm very sorry about this uh, anyway now i'll just explain it i don't care for this now so um in unadulterated devotional service one is understood to be in the shuddha sattva platform or vasudeva platform and the spiritual master is on that platform and therefore he is so that is called shuddha sattva or vasudeva because in that stage the supreme person krishna is revealed in the heart of the devotee shri jeeva goswami has very nicely described this vasudeva or shuddha sattva in his bhagavat sandarbha 
He explains that Ashtottara Shatha 108 is added to the name of the spiritual master to indicate one who is situated in Shuddha Sattva or in the transcendental state of existence or Vasudeva. The word Vasudeva is also used for other purposes. For example, Vasudeva also means one who is everywhere or, or all-pervading. The sun is also called Vasudeva Shabditam. So, it has many meanings. So, the word Vasudeva may be utilized for different purposes, but whatever purpose we adopt, Vasudeva means the all-pervading or localized supreme personality of Godhead. In Bhagavad Gita 7.19, it is also stated Vasudeva Sarvamiti. So, impersonalists, they like to use this other meaning of Vasudev and Vasudev, which is which means all-pervading. So, like the sun is also called Vasudeva, Vasudeva Shabditam. Um, but here, he, it is talking about especially Krishna. So, that's why Sanskrit, you see, how complicated it can be. If you are not guided by a spiritual master, you can churn out these other meanings, oh, which is all-pervading Brahman. You know, one can come to this impersonal conclusion again. So, these are the pitfalls if we don't take shelter of a spiritual master. But again, coming back to the point, so Ashtotra Shatta is a number reserved for those people who are in the Shuddha Sattva platform. Now, I have seen one uh, bogus guru who is not in ISKCON, who is uh, like a, who also teaches about Radha Krishna, but he always talks about this Ras Leela and all this very high, plat- high platform devotional service. Um, it is actually Sahajiya. He was also caught for um, some um, illicit sexual connections with women. So, he, his name has uh, something else. He had, in before his name, they put Ashtotra Sahasra. Sahasra means 1000. Just he wanted to be something greater than everybody else, I think. So, they put 1008. So, Ashtotra Sahasra. So, but um, as far as we understand, um, there is no such... Uh, that maybe, I don't know, maybe another part of scriptures, maybe there is Ashtotra Sahasra. But uh, he wanted to be more than, you know, Srila Prabhupada, because here is Ashtotra Sata. He wanted to be Ashtotra Sahasra, 1008. So, but uh, that is not bona fide because Srila Jiva Goswami has said, 108 is for Shuddha Sattva. There is nothing more than Shuddha Sattva. So, that is the understanding. So, that is Ashtotra Sata. Then we will go back to the Shri Srimad. So, Shri means full of opulence. So, one who is blessed by the goddess of fortune. So, anybody who is a devotee will be blessed by the goddess of fortune. Um, just like we have al- already the, already uh, understood that uh, in the name Srila. Srila means Shri and Leela. Shri means one who is blessed by the goddess of fortune and Leela means one whose activities are actually pastimes. Because all are in devotional service to Krishna. So, Shri <coughs> means one who is blessed by the goddess of fortune. Just like Rukmini, she blessed, uh, she was fanning in fact, not just blessed. She was fanning, she was serving uh, Sudama, Vipra. So, this is the position of devotees. So, they are uh, favoured by the goddess of fortune, Lakshmiji. Shri, Srimad. Srimad means beautiful. Another meaning of Shri is also beautiful. Srimad means Filled with beauty. Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, Srimad means beautiful Bhagavatam. So, similarly here, Jaya Om Vishnupada Paramahamsa Parivrajakacharya Ashtottara Shata Shri Srimad. The beautiful personality. Every devotee is, a, especially a pure devotee, is the most beautiful personality. It is so, he is so attractive. A pure devotee is always very, very attractive. So, Shri Srimad, beautiful. 
अभय चरणारविंद भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपाद की जय सो वी ऑलरेडी लर्न द मीनिंग ऑफ शिल प्रभुपाद नेम आई होप यू रिमेंबर स्टिल ऑल द मीनिंग्स ऑफ ईच ऑफ हिज ईच ऑफ दोज वर्ड्स ऑफ प्रभुपाद नेम हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस अभय चरणारविंद भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपाद एंड ऑल्सो द वर्ड श्रीला सो आई होप यू रिमेंबर ऑल दैट इफ यू डोंट यू वॉच बैक द लेक्चर विच इज द फर्स्ट एपिसोड ऑफ दिस स्ट्रेंगनिंग फाउंडेशन सीरीज so this is the meaning of the first and then everybody says ki jai ki means in in hindi ki means two so the order appears differently in english than in hindi um and bengali so ki means two so jai means all glories all glories to ओम जय ओम विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिव्राजगाचार्य अष्टोत्तर सतश्री श्रीमदिवान सो इन इंग्लिश ऑल ग्लोरीज टू कम्स फर्स्ट वेर एज इन इन हिंदी इट कम्स लास्ट की जय सो एवरीबडी सेज जय सो एवरीबडी मस्ट ऑल द डिवोटीज हु आर पेइंग ओबेसेंसेस दे शुड सेज जय सो दैट इज मींस ऑल ग्लोरीज टू की जय सो देन नेक्स्ट जय ओम विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिव्राजगाचार्य अष्टोत्तर शत श्री श्रीमद भक्ति सिद्धांत सरस्वती गोस्वामी महाराज प्रभुपाद की जय सो भक्ति सिद्धांत सरस्वती गोस्वामी महाराज इज द स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर ऑफ शिल प्रभुपाद सो आवर स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर इज कॉल्ड गुरु एंड गुरुज गुरु इज कॉल्ड परम गुरु परम गुरु हीज गुरु इज कॉल्ड परापर गुरु देन महागुरु परमेश गुरु एंड देन महागुरु सो लाइक दिस देर आर सो हिज गुरु हिज गुरु हिज गुरु हिज गुरु सो लाइक दैट द एड्रेस गोज सो गुरु मीन्स आवर गुरु इज शिल प्रभुपाद एंड परम गुरु इज शिल भक्ति सिद्धांत सरस्वती ठाकुर नाउ इट इज गुड टू ऑल्सो नो द मीनिंग ऑफ भक्ति सिद्धांत सरस्वती ठाकुर द होल वर्ड द होल नेम बट आई थिंक वी विल नॉट गो इन टू डेप्थ इन दिस पर्टिकुलर सेशन सो that is for uh, you know maybe you can find out yourself but if you want briefly then i can just say like this so bhakti so siddhanta saraswati was the title he got when he was a astronomical genius astrological genius in his youth then uh, the scholarly community they awarded him the title siddhanta saraswati siddhanta means philosophy and saraswati means who is blessed by saraswati the goddess of learning so he was so intelligent so he was blessed by saraswati so that's why he is called siddhanta saraswati so then uh, his uh, initiated name when he got initiated by shri gorgeshwadas baba ji so his initiated name was varshabhanavi uh, varshabhanavi daitadas varshabhanavi daitadas so that means varshabhanavi means radharani and daita means servant das so servant of the servant of uh, radharani so that is his name varshabhanavi daitadas but then when he took sanyas then his name became the siddhanta saraswati was there and then bhakti siddhanta saraswati so siddhanta means philosophy bhakti means devotion so the devotional philosophy which is shrimad bhagavatam bhagavad gita chaitanya charitamrita so one who has realized the devotional philosophy not just philosophy like there are many impersonalists they also understand some philosophy even materialists have their own philosophy everybody have their own philosophy of life but bhakti siddhanta is the highest philosophy the the philosophy of devotional service to krishna that is the highest so bhakti siddhanta saraswati goswami goswami means the master of the senses and thakur also means a master uh, 
Thakur is reserved for pure devotees. So Thakur, Bhakti Vinod Thakur, uh, Bhakti Siddhan Saraswati Thakur or Prabhupada, same. So these titles are reserved for exalted devotees. Maharaj, Maharaj, uh, Sanyas is also called Maharaj, means a king, means he is a king of, he is actually a king because uh, just like in the Bible it is said, what profited the man who um, has won the whole world but has lost his eternal soul. So even if one is a big king in this world who has conquered everything but who has not conquered his senses and who has not understood his, himself, the soul, then he is actually a lost man, he is not a king, he is a lost fellow, so he is a vagabond actually. But a real king, a real hero is one, this is a spiritual hero, that is a material hero. Material hero is one who conquers and who has many women, but he is actually lost. But a spiritual hero is who conquers his senses. He is the real king. So a sannyas, a Goswami, a Swami, means master of his senses, is called Maharaj for that, for that reason. So because he is the real king, because he has conquered over the senses. So, Maharaj Prabhupada. Prabhupada means we have already studied. So, Ki Jai, again, all glories to. Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrinda Ki Jai. Ananta means unlimited. Ananta. Anta means end. And Anta means end. Ananta means opposite. There is no end. Unlimited. So, that is Ananta. Ananta Koti. Koti means 10 million. 1 crore. 1 crore. Koti means 1 crore, which is equal to 10 million. Ananta Koti. That means unlimited millions of Vaishnava Vrinda. Vaishnava means devotees. Vrinda means group. That means all the, the, the group of devotees. Why it is said Anantakoti Vaishnava Vrinda ki jai? That means all glories to the unlimited millions of Vaishnavas. You can see the meaning here. All glories to the unlimited millions of Vaishnavas. Why? Where are the millions of Vaishnavas? We see only maybe a handful of Vaishnavas in the temple and nobody coming to the temple also. <laughs> Why we are saying like this? So, it is to be understood that this material world is Ekpad Vibhuti, one-fourth of Krishna's and total energy. The Tripad Vibhuti, which is the three-fourths energy, is in the spiritual world. And in the spiritual world, everybody is a devotee. In this material world, we can't count the number of living entities in this room or in your room or in this room here. I am one person as a human being in this room, yes. But there are so many germs and everybody, millions of living entities in this one room. We, we can't even count. And how to speak, how, how to calculate the number of living entities on the earth? The plants, the grass, each grass is a different living entity and each insect, each you know small ant is a different and there are so many microbes. Nobody can even calculate the number of living beings on this earth. Now, there are millions and billions of such planets in this one universe. No one can count the number of living beings. And there are millions of such universes. So, we can never understand even the number of living beings in this material world. But all the living entities in the material world are just one-fourth of the total number of living beings. Because the material world is only one-fourth of the total creation. The remaining three-fourths is in the spiritual world. Where everybody is all the time a devotee. Nitya Siddha. So just imagine, all of them are Vaishnavas. And those devotees who come into this world, like Prabhupada, Bhaktisiddhanta, Saraswathakura, all the Acharyas. When they come into this world and then they spread the glories. They are all pure devotees. And also all the demigods, they are also Vaishnavas. 
they are not pure devotees, but they are Vaishnavas. So, Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrinda Ki Jai, that means all glories to all these unlimited numbers of Vaishnavas that exist in, in existence, that are in existence. So, we are offering obeisances to all of them, all the devotees. So, that is the meaning of Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrinda Ki Jai. So, Vrinda, Vrinda means group, like. Then, Namacharya Srila Haridas Thakur Ki Jai. So, this is the, uh, kindly remember, this is the short version of the Premadhvani prayers. So, there is a longer version. Um, you know, we, will, we can go through that also. But we will go through the short version first and then we will add those, those other things which are uh, not there in the short version when we visit the long version. So, Namacharya Srila Haridas Thakur Ki Jai. Namacharya. Srila Haridas Thakur, we know, is a great devotee. He is actually incarnation of Lord Brahma and who, um, you know, was um, Haridas Thakur during Chaitanya Leela, during Gaur Leela, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes. So, he used to chant 300,000 names daily, which amounts to 192 rounds on the mala. So, that is a supreme vow of Haridas Thakur. And because he had such an uncommon vow of chanting, uh, he was he is called Namacharya. Nama means the holy name. Acharya means the, the authority of the holy name, the, the professor of the holy name, as Srila Prabhupada also translated sometimes. Acharya. The, the Acharya, the, the guru who, who can award the holy name to everybody. So, all glories to the Namacharya Srila Haridas Thakur. Haridas Thakur. He was also born in a Muslim family, but he was the greatest of the uh, chanters of Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So, in this way, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu proved that this, this, our religion, our Hare Krishna religion is not making any distinction. Whether one comes in this family or that family, any religion, any caste, any color, any creed, they are all welcome. So, the Namacharya, the greatest authority on the holy name came from a Muslim family, but it does not matter at all. In fact, because he was coming from a Muslim family, in Jagannath Puri, he was always in Jagannath Puri. So, they did not used to allow him inside the Jagannath temple because that time also the rule was there 500 years ago where uh, only Hindus will be allowed even now also the same thing. So, because he was from a Muslim family, he was always not allowed to go into the Jagannath temple. But that same Jagannath is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used to visit his home. He don't need to go to visit, uh, he doesn't need to go to the visit the home of Jagannath the temple. Uh, Jagannath himself in the form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu come, used to come to his home and bring the prasadam and he used to, you know, talk so much and, and uh, I mean, they used to have wonderful conversations. And even when Shri Haridas Thakur passed away, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu lifted his body and danced in ecstasy and they were all chanting and dancing in ecstasy, you know, in um, separation. And there was a big roaring kirtan. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, God himself, Jagannath himself, in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's form, he was holding Haridas Thakur's body. I mean, just look at that. So, this is Haridas Thakur. So, of course, his life is very, very glorious. One can read the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Uh, one can know the glories of Haridas Thakur. In fact, we have also composed, uh, I mean, not composed. <laughs> Who are we to compose? We, are just, we just compiled all the, the whole life of Haridas Thakur in one uh, article in our magazine, Science of Godhead. It's a very beautiful article. Um, we compiled from uh, this Chaitanya Charitamrita only and also some incidences from Chaitanya Bhagavat. So, in this way, this is the 
we are saying uh, we are saying all glories to namacharya haridas thakur then premse kaho shri krishna chaitanya prabhu nityananda shri advaita gadadhar shrivasadi gaur bhakta vrind ki jai premse means premse kaho kaho means say premse means with love say with love call out with love you see the meaning call out with love the names shri krishna chaitanya prabhu nityananda shri advaita Shri Gadadhar, Srivas, and all the devotees, Gaura Bhakta Vrinda. Again, Vrinda means group of devotees. All the devotees of Gaura Bhakta. Gaura means Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. All the devotees of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, this is saying, call out with love, uh, Shri Krishna, the Panchatattva. Shri Krishna Chaitanya, that means Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Nityananda Prabhu, Advaita Prabhu, Gadadhar Pandit, and Srivas Pandit. So, these five. So, call out to them with love and all glories to them. Ki jai. Then, Shri Shri Radha Krishna, Gopa Gopinath, Shamakunda Radha Kunda, Giri Govardhan ki jai. This is the entire description of Vrindavan. Shri Shri Radha Krishna. So, there are two names, Radha and Krishna. So, when they are uh, together, Radha Krishna. So, instead of saying Shri Radha Shri Krishna, which is Shri Shri Radha Krishna. So, that is the proper way. And also, the energy of Krishna must be addressed first. The pleasure potency of, just like we say, Sita Ram, Lakshmi Narasimha, Lakshmi Narayana, Sita Ram, Radha Krishna, Rukmini Krishna. So, like this, Radha Krishna. So, Shri Shri Radha Krishna, the beautiful couple, Radha and Krishna. Shri means beautiful, Shri means opulent. So, both um, apply to them. Shri Shri Radha Krishna. Gopa. Gopa means the cowherd boys. Gopi means the cowherd girls. Hmm. Go means cow. Why Gopa means cowherd boys? Gopalaka. So they, Gopal, for example. So they uh, take care of the cows. So they are cowherd boys. Uh, Go means cow. Gopa means cowherd boy. Those, who, those boys who tend cows. So, Krishna was performing his early pastimes in, with the Vaishyas. Nanda Maharaj and all of them were Vaishyas. And then later on, he uh, went to Dwarka, I mean Mathura, Dwarka and did the duties of a Kshatriya. So, in the form of Vaishya, in the, in the, in the role of a Vaishya, he taught the um, importance of protecting cows. And in the, um, in the role of a Kshatriya, he, he highlighted the importance of protecting Brahmanical culture. So, go Brahmana Hitaya Cha. Go Brahmana Hitaya Cha. If the Hitaya means um, Namo Brahmanya Devaya, he is a, um, he is, he worships the Brahmanas. Namo Brahmanya Devaya. Go Brahmana Hitaya Cha. He is always looking for the, looking after the welfare of the Go and Brahmana. The welfare of the cows and the Brahmanas. Because if you just worry about the welfare of these two classes of living beings, the cows and the Brahmanas, go Brahmana Hitayacha, Jagadhitaya, the whole universe will be taken care of. If we take care of cows and Brahmins. The very two things which are missing in today's civilization. Cows are slaughtered, Brahmins are shut up. You know, they no, no, no. You don't preach, you know, you don't. They are just they are considered irrelevant people who, are, who don't know what they are doing. Just let them do. Okay, they are believers of some believers of some religion. Let them do whatever they want. 
they don't take them as you know like uh, advisors and take advice from the brahmanas whereas rajarshis the kings who were uh, saintly they always consulted the brahmanas first what should i do and the brahmanas used to tell them and they used to follow the brahmanas but now nobody cares about what brahmanas say hmm. and so, so nowadays also brahmanas they say seminal that is actually not that means by birth i am brahman that is also rubbish that is not a brahmana but brahmana means by qualification guna karma vibhagasha by quality and work so anyway coming back to the point gopa gopa means cowherd boy and gopi means cowherd girls now gopa gopinath the means nath means the lord the lord of the cowherd boys and the cowherd girls the gopas and the gopis so with the gopas he used to go to the forest forest uh, pasturing grounds with the cows and there he used to kill many demons you know krishna and all the cowherd boys millions of them used to play with them they had they used to have nice sporting activities so there is the gopas and gopis with whom you know he performed the rasa dance ras leela and also um, many other leelas um, the best gopi being shrimati radharani herself so he is the nath he is the lord of the gopas and the gopis so shri shri radha krishna gop gopinath shyamakund so all glories to radha krishna and gop gopinath the lord of the gopas and gopis krishna and then now all glories to shyamakund the lake called shyamakund if you go to vrindavan you can see the shyamakund and radha kund side by side so shyamakund radha kund giri govardhan giri means mountain or hill govardhan the govardhan hill i think all devotees who have gone to vrindavan they do the govardhan parikram parikrama circumambulate the govardhan hill so govardhan hill is non different from krishna himself so all glories to all these different holy places in vrindavan and all all glories to radha and krishna and the lord of the gopis and the gopas that is the meaning of shri shri radha krishna gop gopinath shyamakund radha kund giri govardhan ki jai all glories shri mayapur dham ki jai dham means a holy place of pilgrimage dham mayapur dham so some of you have must have gone to mayapur so the birth birth site of shri chaitanya mahaprabhu shri mayapur dham ki jai all glories to mayapur dham shri mathura dham ki jai all glories to mathura the birth place of krishna shri vrindavan dham ki jai you know the all glories to vrindavan dham where krishna performed his childhood pastimes shri jagannathpuri dham ki jai um all glories to jagannathpuri uh, dham ganga mai ki jai mai means mother ganga ganga is a river ganga so is mother ganga ki jai all glories to mother ganga she is a mother no then yamuna mai ki jai mother yamuna ki jai so rivers are always female and ocean is male samudra so the rivers are considered wives of the ocean in that way so anyway so yamuna mai ki jai so why ganga is coming from the lotus feet of krishna a holy river um the if you know the past time um vamanadev when he you know bali maharaj you know he was the ruler of the three worlds then he was actually um, from the demon family and he usurped the uh, demigods kingdom and indra was left without a kingdom and bali maharaj so vamanadev krishna came in the form of vamanadev and in the form of a dwarf brahmana 
he came to the sacrifice of ashwamedha yagna okay, on 100 ashwamedha yagna so if 100 ashwamedha yagnas that means horse sacrifice horse sacrifice yeah if a person performs 100 horse sacrifices he can become indra so he already did 99 so 100 he was going to do so then indra became very you know <laughs> he was fully tensed he was stressed up so vamanadev came to okay i will i will i will settle the matter so he he went to the sacrifice arena sacrificial arena so in these sacrifices not a single mistake should be performed um, in chanting the mantras in in the all the uh, rituals no mistake should happen and also when brahmanas come they must be given in charity whatever they ask so if 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 any brahmana is not satisfied the sacri- sacrifice will not be uh, fruitful so in that way everything had to be done perfectly so bali maharaj um, was doing the sacrifice and all very great sages were there then vamanadev came he was like a dwarf you know as vishram hamadan okay. was very small in size but he was so bright that when he entered the arena the effulgence of all the other all the other every brahmana every all the sages looked very bright faced but when vamanadev came but his brightness was so bright but that all the others became very dull in comparison all the other great great sages of the universe very very powerful sages became dull in comparison so and then uh, bali maharaj saw wow this is very nice great sage who has blessed me so then uh, he he asked him what do you want what i can give you in charity uh, he said i just want three three steps of land that means my steps are very small i am a dwarf so my feet are very small in size so i want that much land in which i can put three of my steps so bali maharaj said i am the master of the three worlds heaven earth and hell the whole universe is under my you know command and the master of the three worlds and you ask me three steps this is not this is insult you know please ask whatever you want then vamanadev said are if a brahmana is not satisfied with three steps of land he can never be satisfied with the three worlds also so in other way in other words he is saying greed is very bad so in that way he was spoke as a nice brahmana but then when he all right you 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 choose where you want those three steps worth of land and uh, you can take since that is what you want i can give that without problem then bali maharaj was very surrendered but shukracharya saw he shukracharya was the guru of uh, bali maharaj so shukracharya saw mm, this is vishnu he is cheating you he counseled this bali maharaj bali you see now you are going to be cheated this 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 person is not just an ordinary brahmana he is vishnu himself he is known for cheating the asuras that uh, the nectar came from the ocean asuras and devatas they you know churned nicely after all the hard work he cheated dasuras and gave to the devas every time he cheats dasuras and always he favors the demigods the devatas again he has come with some plan so you don't give him anything then bali maharaj actually was the who grandson of prahlad maharaj prahlad maharaj was a great devotee and bali maharaj also was a great devotee so he saw and he rejected his stupid guru you know, what nonsense you're talking you know you know krishna is if krishna is coming if this is krishna himself let it be na that is the whole goal our whole goal of life is to offer everything to vishnu if this is vishnu himself then i am the most blessed no 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 your your kingdom your whole three worlds this this kingdom will be gone and if your kingdom will be gone then who will give me food you know 
he was thinking like this <laughs> so so um, he said no no don't give you know all our maintenance is gone your kingdom will be gone are let so be it bali maharaj was so although he was conquered the whole you know three worlds and he want he was supposed to become indra but still he was so detached at the same time so if if this is vishnu and if he wants to take away everything so be it so anyway so he he asked vishnu please you know you take what where you want the land immediately the dwarf the small feet uh, the lord dwarf now he expanded himself so big that with one foot he covered the entire earth entire earth gone second feet second foot he extended towards the sky and the entire sky with all the planets everything was conquered in the two steps the entire universe was conquered in just two steps finished now bhamana just said i you have promised me three steps now only two steps finished where should i keep the third then bali maharaj said since this is my property so the owner is considered greater than the property so the third step is my head only where where else keep it on my head then in that way bhamana dev put his third step on his head and in that way bali maharaj became one of the greatest devotees of the lord one of the 12 greatest devotees in the universe so when that second step he put in the sky that foot penetrated the coverings of the universe the universe is like a shell tightly packed shell no light from the brahma jyoti can enter the universe that's why the universe is dark then therefore it requires the sun to illuminate it the sun is just like a dim reflection of the brahma jyoti so that's why then just like night when there is night we require artificial lamp but if you are in the day oh we don't need require any lamps the sun is so bright so brahma jyoti is like that so bright but when the universe is like a tightly packed shell with seven layers you know earth which is you know is the size is unimaginable it is said that this universe is 4 billion miles in diameter 4 billion miles in diameter that is the space within the universe but the shell is it's covered with a it's covered with a ring of or a, or a, or a shell of earth the size the the width of that covering is 10 times the radius of the means 2 billion miles is the radius 20 billion miles is the thickness of the uh this 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 earth layer and that is covered with water layer which is 10 times the covering of the earth layer that means to 200 million 200 billion miles and that is covered with 2000 billion that means 2 trillion miles of fire and then water which is even 10 times more than fire and then ether which is 10 times more than uh, uh, i mean um, air so in this way very very tightly packed shell and when the second step when he put his step there his toes penetrated all this covering and went to the what is outside the shell the causal ocean the karana ocean on which you know mahavishnu is sleeping and then from his pores you you see the picture from his pores universes are emanating millions and trillions of universes and in that water what is that water called that is called the karana ocean karana the karana the ocean karana arnava so karana arnava shai vishnu so karana arnava so the causal ocean which is also called in other words viraja river so the water from that ocean dripped into this universe dripped into this universe 
because of that hole that was created by Vamanadev's uh, leg and dripping when it when we say drip it is looks like you know one drip from the tap you know like drop by drop but the force of that water was so intense that Lord Shiva volunteered to take the the force on his head because no one else if if the water was just allowed to come in it would just completely dissolve the universe so forceful when we say drip dripping from the causal ocean we can't <laughs> say just like a oh like one drop one drop it is falling no the drop is so forceful there's such a big drop you know like dripping that the force of the drop would just completely you know when you water jet some something everything is just just like scattered so like that the entire material world all the planets would have been just scattered with the force of the water so uh, lord shiva took it on his head uh, what is that gangataranga jatakalapam gauri nirantara vibhushita vamabhagam narayana priyamananga madapaharam varanasi purapatim bhaja vishwanatham so vishwanath lord shiva he is uh, ganga taranga ramaniya jatakalapam he is holding it is usually shiva is shown like ganga is coming from his head no it is not coming from his head it is falling from the causal ocean the karana ocean and bouncing off and now it is of a slower pace so he is taking that force so you see how many things he is doing he held the poison in his kantha nilkantha and he took the force of the ganga without without lord shiva all this cannot be done nobody could have done it in this material world so anyway that is ganga mai and in the in the this ganga comes from the it flows in all the heavenly planets and then, then it comes to the earthly planet and it also flows in the hellish planets also now you may say no no ganga is starting from the himalayas yeah that is what is visible to the human eye but it is said that um, airplanes gigantic airplanes invisible to the our naked eye they carry this water of the ganga from the heavenly planets the rivers to the earthly planets to the glacier at the, at the himalayas where it actually starts so it's heavenly um, airplanes which bring the ganga from other planet so in this way ganga is flowing in all three worlds and in the heavenly planets it is called uh, mandakini here it is called ganga and in the hellish planets the same river is called bhogavati so in this way she has three names so anyway ganga mai ki jai the water which has this is actually ganga means it's a charanamrita what is charanamrita charana amrita charana means the lotus feet of krishna amrita means the water that has washed his lotus feet which is now nectar amrita means nectar charana amrita charana amrita the water which has washed the lotus feet of the lord so ganga because of being touched by the toe of the vamanadev the lord hmm, what is that uh, nice verse in the dashavatara stotra um uh i forgot so nice verse you know vamanadev um i forgot the sanskrit so i think maybe somebody can leave it uh, leave the comment there so we will uh, revisit that verse at the end so for the for the purification of the fallen souls he has done that he has pierced the shell of the universe and the, let ganga flow down so that 
that's why the Ganga is so glorious. It is the Charnamrita of the Lord. So, if you take Ganga water and take, it is Ganga Jal is actually the Charnamrita of the Lord. Then Yamuna Mai Ki Jai, Yamuna Mai, Yamuna river is also very glorified. Because Krishna personally had all his pastimes in Vrindavan on the banks of the Yamuna river. Yamuna Tira Vanachari, Jai Radha Madhav Kunja Bihari, Gopijana Vallabha Girivaridhari, Yashodanandana Vrajjana Ranjana, Yamuna Tira Vanachari, Bhaktivinoda Thakura song. Every, before the Bhagavad Gita class, we always sing this song. Yamuna Tira means on the banks of the Yamuna, Vanachari, Krishna is always wandering. So, there is one quote from, I think, Varaha Puran. Varaha Puran? I think. So, there is a shloka saying that Ganga is so pure because it has come from the lotus feet of the Lord. Now, Yamuna is 100 times more pure than Ganga because Krishna has personally enacted his pastimes on the banks of the Ganga, I mean Yamuna and also he danced on the Kaliya, Kaliya Nag, the Kaliya serpent, you know, we have the painting in the temple here. So, that Kaliya serpent, so that is, you know, from uh, on the, in the Yamuna river. So, so many, in fact, after the Rasalila, they all went to the Yamuna river and then they had water sports. So, Krishna was always attached to, I mean, um, Yamuna. So, in that way, Yamuna is even more glorified than Ganga. So, Yamuna Thira Vanachari. So, Yamuna Mai Ki Jai. So, Mother Yamuna Ki Jai. Bhakti Devi Ki Jai. All glories to Bhakti Devi, the personification of devotion. Tulasi Devi Ki Jai. Tulasi, we know, we have read the Mahima or the glories of Tulasi Devi. Actually, I want to do a third part of the glories of Tulasi Devi, which is probably tomorrow, because um, there are some unfinished, I know how to take care of the Tulasi Devi. Like what is the Tulsi Devi's, um, what she does in the spiritual world, a little bit of understanding of that as well. Because we know the story of what happened here in the material world, but what is her position actually in the spiritual world? What is the eternal service like? There is a little bit of information available on that as well. So, we will visit that tomorrow, um, part 3. And also how to take care of the Tulsi plant, so we can um, see the Prabhupada's instructions on that. Then, Samaveta Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai. Samaveta means assembled. Samaveta means assembled. Bhakta Vrinda, the group of devotees who have assembled for the Kirtan, you know. Ki Jai, all glories to the assembled devotees. Gaur Premanande Hari Hari Bol. Chant the names of Hari Hari in the ecstasy of Chaitanya Prema. Gaur Prema. Gaur Premanande. Anande means in the bliss of uh, Prema. In the, in the bliss of Gaur Prema. In the, in the bliss of love for Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, chant Hari Hari. Bol means say. Hari Bol. We say Hari Bol. What is the meaning of Hari Bol? Bol means say. Hari means Hari's name. Say Hari. It means call the, say the name of Hari. Hari Bol. That is the meaning of Hari Bol. So, Gaur Premanande Hari Hari Bol. So, and then all glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. Everybody says Hare Krishna. So, all glories to the assembled devotees is the same as Samaveta Bhakta Vrindaki Jai, but it is said in English. And all, and all glories to Sri Sri Guru and Gauranga. Sri Guru and Sri Gauranga. So, Sri Guru means Sri Nityananda Prabhu. He is the Adi Guru, the Supreme Guru. He is because he is Balaram. Balaram is the original Guru. And Sri Sri Guru and Sri Gauranga means uh, Sri Guru and Sri Gauranga means Sri Nityananda Prabhu and uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Gauranitai. And all glories to Srila Prabhupada. This is the short version. In the long version, there are a few more. Um, yeah, this is the long version. 
Jayam Vishnupad Paramahamsa and they also say this Iskon founder Acharya Srila Prabhupada Gijai. So the founder Acharya of the Iskon. Iskon, I hope uh, all devotees know the full form of Iskon. International Society for Krishna Consciousness, Iskon. So here in the long form there is also uh, Jayam Vishnupad Paramahamsa Parivrajaka Acharya for um, um, Prabhupada and then Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur and also then Gaur Kishadas Babaji Jayam Vishnupada Srila Gaur Kishadas Babaji Maharaj ki jai Jayam Vishnupada Srila Sachidananda Bhaktivinoda Thakur ki jai and then uh, Vaishnava Sarvabhauma Srila Jagannath Das Babaji Maharaj ki jai so this is our parampara like the five you know acharyas in the the last five of the parampara in the 32 Prabhupada Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur Gaur Kishadas Babaji Bhaktivinoda Thakur Bhakti uh, Jagannath Das Babaji some devotees I know they don't know this order like who is the guru of who and their names they don't know so please please memorize all these things these are basics of devotional service we have to know our sampradaya our acharyas even by chanting their name we become purified by chanting a devotee's name a pure devotee's name we get purified so please learn these names by heart so and then Jaya Shri Rupa, Shri Rupa Sanatan Bhatta Raghunath, Shri Jeeva Gopala Bhatta Dasa Raghunath, Shri Shadgo Swami Prabhu Ki Jai. So, <coughs> the six Goswamis who are the direct disciples of uh, Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This also, I think some devotees don't know the names. So, please learn all the names. At least you should know who are the six Goswamis. So, Shri Rupa Goswami, Shri Sanatan Goswami, Shri Rupa Sanatan Bhatta Raghunath, Raghunath Bhatta Goswami. Uh, Bhatta Raghunath, Sri Jiva, Sri Jiva, Jiva Goswami, Gopal Bhatta Goswami, and Dasa Raghunath, Raghunath Das Goswami. So these are the six Goswami. Rupa Goswami, Sanatana Goswami, Raghunath Bhatta Goswami, Jiva Goswami, Gopal Bhatta Goswami, Raghunath Das Goswami. So, Sri Rupa, Sanatana Bhatta Raghunath, Sri Jiva Gopal Bhatta Dasa Raghunath. Shad Goswami Prabhu ki Jai. Shad Goswami means Shad means Shad means six. Goswami means all the Goswamis, six Goswamis, Shat Goswami. Shat means six, but in the Sandhi of Shat and Goswami, Shat becomes Shad. Shad Goswami, the six Goswamis. Namacharya Haridas Thakur Gijay, Prem Sikaho Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda, Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sri Vasadi Gaur Bhaktivarin Gijay. Then we have Sri Sri Radha Krishna Gopagopina Shamakunda Radha Kundigiri Govardhan Gijay. And then one may glorify the te- deities of the temple also. Sri Sri Radha Madan Mohan Gijai, Jagannath Baldev Subhudra Maharani Gijai, Gaurnidai Bhagavan Gijai, Sri Parlad Narasimhadev Bhagavan Gijai, like this. And then all the Dham, all the Mayapur, Mathura, Vrindavan, uh, Jagannath Puri Dham, Ganga Mai, Yamuna Mai, Bhakti Devi Tulsi Maharani, and then Anantakoti Vaishnavrind Gijai, Sri Harinam Sankirtan Gijai, all glories to the Harinam Sankirtan. Sankirtan means congregational chanting of so all glories to the congregational chanting of the Lord Hari's holy names uh, Granthraj Srimad Bhagavatam Granthraj means all glories to the king of books Grantha means book uh, Granthraj means the king of all books all scriptures Srimad Bhagavatam so Granthraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai ok this is something which we don't follow <laughs> this is actually I took it from Iskon so therefore it is there all glories to the present gurus of Iskon. No, no, no. That that is bogus. Uh, they should. The Prabhupada never authorized this, so <coughs> we don't say that. Samaveta Bhaktavrinda. Samaveta Bhaktavrinda. Actually, Samaveta. 
Samaveta Bhaktavrindu ki jaya. All glorious destiny bodies and the rest we know. So, this is called the Premadhvani prayers. So, I hope you have a better understanding now. Um, so, if you have any questions, we can address now. So, otherwise, that is the end of the session. Let's see if you have some questions. So, we have questions from Venkatesh Prabhu. Previous Acharyas also used to be called as Prabhupada, is it? So, sometimes they are known as Thakur. Um, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself was called Prabhupada. And Rupa Goswami, all the Acharyas, I mean, uh, six Goswamis were also known as Prabhupada. In fact, sometimes you will see Prabhupada mentioning as Srila Rupa Goswami Prabhupada. He uses the word Prabhupada for Rupa Goswami. So, this word Prabhupada was there. Yes, all, all these, these uh, Acharyas can be called Prabhupada. But were they called Prabhupada? Um, I do not know if Bhaktivinoda Thakur and all of them were called Prabhupada, but they were definitely called Bhaktivinoda Thakur. In fact, Bhaktivinoda Thakur was also called as Seventh Goswami, the Seventh Goswami. He was so exalted that he is he can be compared to no other than the Six Goswamis themselves. So he was known as the Seventh Goswami. So they were called Thakur. Thakur is also another word for uh, such a pure devotee, Thakur, master. So, Bhakti Siddhan Saraswati Thakur, sometimes it's called Thakur and sometimes called Goswami Prabhupada, Goswami Maharaj Prabhupada, it's like that. So, yeah, so Prabhupada can be used for all of them. Rajakishore Prabhu. So, is it wrong to address anyone with the prefix Sripad who is not an Acharya? In his con devotees often address Aindra Prabhu like that. Hmm. So, yes, um, usually for like devotees, general devotees, Sriman. Sriman is used. Uh, that is the proper address. Sriman, we can say. But Sripad, that means the, the, the opulent lotus feet of uh, uh, that personality, Sripad means. So, Sripad is used for, as we have you know read previously. So, it is used for such exalted devotees. So, sometimes, you know, as he said, they make these kinds of things, but we should not invent all these things. We should, among the general devotees, we should, you know, Sriman or something like that. We can, His grace, you know, like, Prabhupada is, you know, His divine grace. For, for devotees, His grace. So, in Sanskrit, it will become Sriman, like that. So, yeah, Sripad should be used, Prabhupada used it for Sripad Sankracharya, Sripad Ramanujacharya, Sripad Madhvacharya, like, like that. So, this is for such, such exalted Acharyas, you know. So, it is better to use only for such devotees. Because, I mean, without, um, I mean, from an impartial judgment, impartial vision, this Ayendra Prabhu, he spoke things which were like, um, yes, he did Kirtan, he did deity worship, but he also spoke things which are uh, like too high level bhakti, all this kind of like uh, Sahajiya kind of talk. There was it was done by Andhra Prabhu also. So, Prabhupada did not talk like that. So, like he said, like you, you join my Kirtan party and I will take you to Radharani. If you want to join the Raslila, you join my Kirtan party. So, these kind of things he used to say. And then when he was teaching the deity worship, he said that you should uh, imagine your hands are like the gopi's hands. You should not think of your hands like a man's hands, you know, like you know, delicately of the deep. So, he, he was like that kind of thing which was not... All those things were not told by Prabhupada. So now we are into Vaidhi Bhakti. We are not into that, you know, Raganuga Bhakti. 
So, Srila Prabhupada, as Srila Prabhupada has revealed to us, we should do like that. We should not do overdo it and then try to act like someone very pure devotee. And so, that is not good and we have seen such, we have seen such behavior with Ayendra Prabhu. So, some devotees may not like that to hear this, but it is just a fact. Um, so, what more can we do? You know, if he has done that, we have to tell that he has done that. So, so that is... So, Sripadhyaya, it is, it is only advisable to use for such great Acharyas. So, question by Sri. When are the Premadhvani prayers chanted specifically? When, when would you recommend us to chant them? No. If you see in the temple, after the Arati, after the Kirtan, when everybody bows down, then the lead singer or the temple president, they will chant. And then everybody says, Ki Jai, Ki Jai, like that. So, that is when it is chanted. Everybody, when they are paying their obeisances, after the Arati and Kirtan. Then, um, verse from the Shavatara Sutra. Chalaya sevikramane balimadbhutavamana padanakhani rajanita janapavana keshavadhrita vamana rupa jay jagadishahare jay jagadishahare jay jagadishahare Chalaya sevikramane balim. Chalaya means he cheated him. Cheated Bali Maharaj. Adbhuta Vamana, the beautiful, I mean the wonderful Vamana Dev. Um, padanakha, Padanakha means the uh, the toe, nails. Nakha means the nails. Uh, Pada means the uh, feet, feet nails, that means the toe nails. Padanakha Neera, Neera means water. With, with the toe nails, he pierced the covering of the universe and brought the Nakha Neera Janita Jana Pavana. Uh, he has brought the water for the purification of the entire world. So, as, see how Krishna does, this way is called Urukrama. His Urukrama means uncommon activities. So great. So, while he was taking the, you know, saving Indra from this Bali Maharaj and cheating Bali Maharaj and taking away all the kingdom, the whole entire universe from him, he is also at the same time thinking of our welfare. That in the future people can bathe themselves in the Ganga and drink Ganga gel and be purified. So, he is doing that also at the same time. As he was cheating Bali Maharaj, he also brought down the Ganga for the benefit of the uh, common population. population. So, he's, so, this is Padana Kharinira Janita Jana Pavana. Pavana means for the purification. Keshava Dhrita. Keshava. He is actually Lord Keshava. But Dhrita Vamana Rupa. He has accepted the Vamana Rupa. Vamana means dwarf. Vamana Rupa Jai Jagadisha Hare the Lord of the Universe all glories to the Lord of the Universe so Vishwambar thanks you thank you Vishwambar Prabhu for uh, this um, input (laughs) so Anand Mishra Prabhu is asking one question is there spiritual connection between Mother Ganga and other major rivers on earth for example Nile Euphrates or Yangtze River in China I would presume so but was inquisitive whether there are any references in the scriptures Hare Krishna so, there are the Sapta, uh, I mean the seven holy rivers. Other rivers are not considered so holy. In fact, there is a nice uh, incident where Srila Prabhupada went to uh, London. So, there he saw the river Thames. So, Thames, um, because there are so many English poets, because he was in brought up in British India. So, all the British poets would, you know, sometimes mention river Thames in their poems. So, as if it's like a very, you know, uh, very beautiful, very nice river. So when Prabhupada actually went to London and saw the river Thames, is this a river that they are glorifying? You know, like <laughs> what is this? So um, <laughs> it's 
in other words those rivers are not as holy and they are not as nice to look at also actually they are just some brown um, river which is like nothing special but if you see Ganga and Yamuna is very nice of course Yamuna has been polluted recently with all the industrial waste so there is a big campaign in the you know clean the Yamuna campaign but all these rivers are very holy rivers so what are the holy rivers we chant actually every day we invite all the holy rivers into the Charnamrita, I mean not Charnamrita, the Achaman cup. Gangecha, Yamunechaiva, Godavari, Saraswati, Narmada, Sindhu, Kaveri. So, of course there are other holy rivers also like Tungabhadra and you know Brahmaputra, all the holy rivers are there. But these especially these seven are very very holy rivers. Um, so, other rivers, there is no mention in the Shastra. Um, so, especially in the land of India, in the land of Bharat Bhumi, all the rivers are very, very holy rivers because the Lord had different pastimes there and there are different ways they are connected with the Lord. Whereas there are many other rivers, but they are not the same. They don't have the same piety. So, bathing in those rivers is different from bathing in the Ganga river. So, there is a difference. That's why everything is you know connected with the Lord, is their speciality. So, why Bharat Bhumi is called Punya Bhumi? It is also land. Other countries, Africa and you know America, also land. So why India is called Punya Bhumi? Because the Lord actually conducted so many of his pastimes there, and also the culture is still there. Mm. Of course, there are also traces of culture, Vedic culture, in other parts of the world as well. But especially, it is still strong in India, and in fact, many of the incarnations of Krishna actually uh, set foot on the land of India. So it is Punya Bhumi. Similarly, the Punya Nadi also, all the um, rivers. So, there is no special mention of other rivers though. Sri, I have people say Nitai Gaur Prema, Nitai Gaur Premananda, is that also bona fide? Yeah, so Gaur Premananda or Nitai Gaur Premananda, so Nitai and Gaur Premananda. In love for Nitai and Gaur uh, Premananda, in the, in the bliss of the um, calling out for them in love. Say Hari Hari Bol. Yeah, so it is completely bona fide because when there is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, there is Nityananda Prabhu. They are inseparable. And also the Panchasattva and Sangopangastra Parshadam. So there is nothing wrong. So one can say Nitai Gaur Premanande Hari Hari Bol. So I think that those are the questions. Um, is there any other comments? Anand Mishra Prabhu is saying thank you so much. You're welcome, Prabhuji. And uh, uh, Varaha Puran. According to Varaha Puran, there is no difference between the water of the Ganga and the Yamuna. But when the water of Ganga is sanctified 100 times, it is called Yamuna. You see how this Varaha Puran is saying. So, mm, yes, so this uh, Ashtotra Sata we have. Kuti Chaka Bahudaka Parivraj Gacharya and Paramahamsa are gradual progressive stages in the renounced order of life. Yeah, this is the verse which I wanted to take out, but is, you know, never came out. So, this is um, Srimad Bhagavatam 1.5.10. 
नयद्वचश्चिपदेशो जगत्पवित्रम प्रगृणीत क्रोज crows their, their pilgrimage is garbage so it is said nicely in a in a more nicer way to hear a place of pilgrimage for crows but actually it means garbage so since the all perfect persons are inhabitants of the transcendental abode they do not derive any pleasure there so this is the verse the crows and the swans so basically these are the this is the topic so it's quite a simple topic actually but it is necessary to understand all these prayers because we are saying jay 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 if you don't know what we are saying what is jay what is what is all these words coming out of the singer's mouth then uh, <laughs> then um, that is not good so we should know so tomorrow we will i think revisit um, i mean tulsi maharani's glories third part uh, where we will learn some other aspects of shrimati tulsi maharani and how to take care of her tulsi plant which is i think important for all the devotees to know so it will be also i think uh, expected to be a shorter session like something like today or maybe even shorter i don't know so anyway thank you very much for joining and ananta kodi vaishnava vrind ki jai shila prabhupad ki jai hari naam sankirtan ki jai hare krishna mahamantra ki jai nitai gaur premanande hari hari bol